Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to the Bean, the weekend edition, first with yesterday's news. I am Glenn ZB, and it's a Sunday and a Saturday we'll be looking at, back at, because that's how the weekend edition works. Uh, tourism is in the poo because of COVID. Peter Dunn talks about Damien O'Connor's comments on that. Um, America's Cup. What Jack Tame made of it all, he was in the middle of it, certainly of TVNZ's coverage of it anyway. Uh, and then we've got a, a sort of a very musical end to the podcast with jazz uh, legend John Batiste and uh, the, the Jersey Boys. Well, not the actual uh, Frankie Va- Valley and his band, of course, uh, the guys playing them in the musical. But before any of that, um, when the Chiefs have ended their almost record-breaking losing streak, uh, probably important to talk about that, don't you reckon? You've done it, you've broken it, and I'm guessing... This was rather huge in your dressing room last night. Yeah, a lot of relief last night just to get the job done. And um, there's been aspects of our game over the last few weeks that we've that we've liked, and um, obviously some a lot of work ons. And um, yeah, it was just just great last night to get the monkey off the back. You got to take a lot of credit for whatever happened at half time. You're down twenty six seven. So what did you say? What was your half time speech? Uh, just to remain com- composed, I think we created a lot of opportunity in the first half, but we, we lost a lost a r- lot of races. You know, we went um, well. We turned the ball over when we were in try scoring positions. Um, we needed to convert a few more of those. So um, yeah, just play the game at the right end of the field, trust in our processes, wait for our opportunities, and, and make them count. I mean, you get a read and a feel for your players at half time. Were they still buoyant and still positive, or did you have to inject a bit of that in? No, no, they were really cool, calm and collected. They, just as I said before, they they, they felt like there was um, a lot of opportunity to score out there. We just weren't accurate enough and urgent enough to turn those opportunities into points and just felt if we could um, if we could get a little bit more urgency and accuracy in our game in the second half that the points would come and fortunately that's what happened. Yeah, um, so of course as a Chief supporter, I'm pretty happy about that, uh, that we... Uh, the biggest losers anymore. Um, it's a weird situation with the coaching, isn't it? With you know, Clayton's just sort of there while Warren Gatlin isn't. Um, but I mean, I'd, you'd have to say quite a good record now. Uh, I, that happened to me once with my daughter's uh, football team. I, I, I they didn't have a coach for one week and asked me to do it, and we happened to win that week weekend. And I took full credit, of course, hundred percent winning record. Of, you know, I was coach of that team. Um, yeah. Tourism. Uh, so Damien O'Connor seems to be telling tourist operators that they were a bit full of themselves and a bit cocky ahead of COVID because, you know, they should have seen the worldwide pandemic coming just like everybody else did, right? What does Peter Dunn make of this? Quote, the tourism industry learnt not to be so cocky. That's not to go around saying how great they are and how big they are because it can change. Now, there's, there's a backlash uh, and O'Connor was previously a tourism minister. There's been a backlash to him criticising an industry which is in real trouble and uh, saying that they were cocky in the past. What's your take? Well, I think he's right in part. I think he's right when he talks about how we've all learned a lot. A lot of adjustments have been made. We're doing things at various levels now we would never have imagined a year ago. And large numbers of New Zealand businesses are starting to succeed sort of on a new footing. I think the, the reference to cocky was extraordinarily unfortunate and unwise. Uh, after all, we, we've for years prided ourselves as a tourist destination, you know, clean, green New Zealand, all that, all that sort of those slogans and everything else. To turn around and say that the industry that, that was at the forefront of promoting all of that and earning the tourist dollars was being cocky, I think is a real kick in the guts for people 
Uh, he may not have meant it, but it certainly sounded like it just at the time when they were really struggling. Is O'Connor starting to go off the reservation a little bit? Because he, he also um, chimed in on uh, the PM not appearing uh, regularly on the Mike Hosking Breakfast anymore as well. Saying something along the lines of, uh, you know, why would she want to, you know, be interviewed by somebody with the arrogant questions or something like that. Anyway, got stuck into Mike. About it. He just likes to have a comment on things. That's what I'm saying, old O'Connor. Nothing wrong with that, I suppose. Unless you're in charge of the country. Um, now, the America's Cup. Uh, I honestly had hoped that we wouldn't be talking about that anymore now that it's finished for another few years. But anyway, here's Jack Tame. He was there. And for brand NZ Inc., I think the TV product made for an awesome advertisement. Even if it was only watched by a few keen fans overseas, I think it can only have done our national reputation good. Finally, is it so bad to have something to celebrate? I know a lot of people love to bag on the America's Cup, but one look at the TV1 ratings this week will tell you actually it probably brought a whole lot of Kiwis joy at a time when things have been a bit crap. Okay, it's just sport. Okay, it's an off-Broadway sport, and very few people will likely care about it in a few days or weeks' time. But when most of the world is virus-ridden and air travel is super difficult, come on, it was nice to see a few Kiwis fly. Is um, Jack suggesting that uh, something that was on when the chase normally is on, rated higher than the chase, when the chase is on every five minutes. It's every time I turn on TV One, there it is. Um, is that what it, yeah, I, I do wonder if there were some people out there who kept turning on wanting to see the chase and then there was the America's Cup going, ah, no, where's the chase? I hadn't heard people talking about that, but probably a few people out there. More interested in the chase than the America's Cup. Uh, we're going to um, finish up with some music stuff. Uh, first, John Batiste. Apparently, that um, uh, movie Soul, the sort of the animated jazzy movie, uh, was basically about John Batiste. So here's John Batiste. I asked him how he juggles such different but interesting projects. The key is how I'm feeling because the energy and the creativity flows through me and comes from the divine it comes from god and if you have that coming through your body you have to find the balance within your body before you find the balance with other people and if if i'm feeling called to something that's the thing that i'm into it's, it's something that you, you feel you can't really describe it you know it, it's, it really is a feeling that gives you a sense of connectivity to a greater purpose that's bigger than yourself mm. and if you feel that then there's nothing really, there's nothing else to, to think about. <laughs> mm. What's that noise I can hear in the background? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Great, thank you. Oh, that's that's the piano. We're actually, uh, we, we were sound checking. We're about to tape a, 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 a segment for our show. <laughs> Fantastic. You have shooting with Colbert now? Yes, it's wonderful. I like people who can multitask, who can do a sound check and an interview at the same time. 
Um, so I guess he was sort of serenading Jack there, kind of, not really. Uh, the Jersey Boys, well, the cast of the Jersey Boys. Uh, let's see how they go with Francesca. Uh, a little bit more focus, perhaps? Well, fingers crossed, guys, that there aren't any lockdowns um, pending in the next, you know, couple of months or so, because uh, we just want to just want to hit the stage, I presume, and get on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, thank you so much for coming in. I'm just wondering, can you throw a little harmony of some sort out for us before you before you go? Yeah, so we typically don't, but we actually really, really love your show. <laughs> so, and you're sure. going to come see the show, right? You're going to come see the show, right? Absolutely. Yeah, okay, cool. So we'll definitely... Yes, I am coming. We'll definitely Quite sing nice. for you there. We'll definitely sing for you there. But I think we'll work down a little bit, right? Mm. Yeah. So your name's yeah. Francesca, so we're going to replace Sherry with Franny because it just makes sense with the <laughs> amount of syllables, right? So we're live on Instagram. We're live on your show. And here we go. Three, four. Franny. Franny, baby. Franny. Franny, baby. I love it. I've never thought of Francesca as a Frenny. Isn't that weird? Are all Frennies? Is that what they're... They're, they're all Francesca? Never thought about that before. Um, I'm Glenn ZB, or Glenny, if you would like to sing in the style of Frankie Valley of the Four Seasons. Um, Glenny Baby, you like? Um... That has been News Talks It been the weekend edition, and Glennie will be back with you tomorrow for another one. See you then.